0: I'm already reading. I'm reading five books. Fuck you. <sighs> Edit that out. No one can know. <laughs> you can actually leave that in. <laughs>
1: You are listening to Boku no Stop, an anime podcast that keeps doing this weird thing
2: with its hand.
1: I'm your host, Fletcher Arnett, and with me is... Chris. And Matt. And today we are kicking off a new season with part one of Monster and episodes one through three. Hell yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, a quick overview on our creator this week. Monster is the work of author Naoki Urasawa, originally published in manga form from 1994 to 2001. The first chunk of his career has him more known for being an artist than a writer, which makes sense when you see his art. The guy is excellent. He has a unique knack for being able to make sure everyone looks distinctive, and little details like subtly designing folks around the nation they come from, or their background, or history...
0: There are multiple shades of white in this. It's incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, this adaptation is very clear about it because Urasawa did work with Madhouse on helping do some of the character designs. And, yeah. It's a trait that stands out in a lot of his work because multiple of them involve globe-trotting or multinational arcs. And so, yeah. People will look different in different places, but he doesn't revolve into caricature at any point monster was not the first time he had been a writer but it was the first one that got noticed internationally because the two things he did prior that he had writing credits on were a sports anime about a young judo prodigy and a sports anime about a tennis prodigy who owes debts to the yakuza have you ever wanted to hear you'll be sold to a soap land every time someone is about to play you can do that in happy or yakuza (laughs) i know uh The man is multi-talented to an insane degree. He is a writer, artist, musician. He has scored documentaries and has multiple records. All-around pleasant dude. He has or had—it's kind of hard to find this sort of thing in English— a weekly radio program that was just him chatting with an actor, Junji Takata. People just wanted to hear this dude talk about life. And this is me straying from the script a little— If you enjoy Monster or anything Urasawa has done, please buy Pluto, which is probably his most slept-on work in the West. He got permission from the Tezuka estate to retell a classic Astro Boy story, and it becomes this incredible mystery that lives in this world and really investigates all the corners and dark places that the series for kids didn't dwell on. The world wars in the past, robotics development and nationalism the after-effects of these conflicts, artificial life without human ethics. It's a whole damn thing. It's great. Please buy it. But, today we're here for Monster, because there is no anime adaptation of Pluto, and I could not convince these guys to read a book. The story in brief is Dr. Kenzo Tenma, a Japanese surgeon who has started working in West Germany in the mid-80s, is on top of the world, set to be married to the director's daughter, a surgical genius, and then he ends up in the fugitive the manga was internationally praised and after it was all completed it got this incredibly faithful anime adaptation
0: it looks incredible too yeah um there's a bunch of touches that like would be hard to pull off in the manga but like really sell the into- interiority of uh Tenma, like um, when he's in the hospital and there's all the dialogue flashbacks and it's spinning around and it looks incredible and it adds a lot.
1: Yeah, they they do not phone this one in because, as I mentioned, this is by Madhouse. You probably know them from a lot of very impressive television and film anime. Uh, Those racing My games. Love Story, Parasite, Tatami Galaxy, One Punch Man Season 1. They've done quite a bit. Is
0: Parasite uh, actually good? I watched three episodes of Parasite, and I was like, this really sucks.
1: You know, I haven't revisited it since the manga, but I liked it as horror, and I've been told that new adaptation is quite good. I just listed it among the credits because I knew it was more popular. Carry on. Uh, mm-hmm. I will also point out that if you want another madhouse gem that you've probably not seen, Mr. Tonegawa Middle Management Blues is a great black comedy. Uh, The anime itself is out of print in the West, never receiving a complete physical release outside of a single Australian box set, even though there was a full dub commissioned and aired on the Sci-Fi Channel. Allegedly, you can get this digital on some sites, but I did not find any trace of that in a quick hunt before writing these notes. It is, however, a very spot-on adaptation of the still-in-print, and omnibus format manga which I will suggest that you should read ahead on so we don't spoil the show's twists and turns for you. For the record, you guys may need to jump in from time to time with any weirdness the show does, because I'm just rereading the manga and it's that faithful. I think there's under five changes in the whole thing, mostly just pulling some scenes around in time. But if I ever skip past something and you guys just go, hey, what What the fuck? You didn't talk about the time that he's got the sniper rifle. It's like, oh, I guess they moved that up.
2: There's a sniper rifle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt, this turns into a crime drama. Spoiler. Yeah, dude, th-
1: this is straight up the prisoner.
2: Look, I mean, that, that's a that's a big change from taking a bullet out of someone's brain. You know what I mean? It's kind of the opposite. Yeah. just Um, just anesthetizing
0: a man doing a full craniotomy to insert a bullet. (laughs) That's some
2: Golgo shit.
1: (laughs) Actually, I need to look up if Golgo 13 ever had to do that. Uh, So this had a lot of fans in the Western world, even if it never quite made it to that tier of like your bebops and other things that are just never forgotten about. Uh, Multiple adaptations have been pitched and fallen into development hell From Hollywood films to prestige series pitches The most interesting one of these was Hey, Guillermo del Toro and HBO are going to adapt Monster as a series in the mid-2010s But del Toro said that one of HBO's management shakeups led to them killing the project And I gotta make this awful show about vampires To be fair he was also involved in writing the awful novels about vampires. <laughs>
0: uh, I picked this because I have seen this like 10 years ago. Forgotten everything about it, but remember it as like an incredible like
1: top 10. I love it. This is a series that I continue to keep all the old editions of on my bookshelf through multiple moves because it's one of my favorite works of fiction and manga.
0: It is a bummer. You cannot buy it.
1: Not in the anime, no.
2: It's just book form.
0: Books are too heavy.
2: That's really the problem. I, and like manga in particular, just takes up so much space.
1: Yeah, it is. It is eighteen volumes or six omnibi. That's like a so whole bookshelf. Like I, I saw a picture of that. Oh yeah, I, I this saw is that... literally a shelf of my room. Also disgusting. I mean, Gundam is another shelf.
2: Yeah, I saw like the Demon Slayer box set. Uh, what was it, yesterday someone posted it in a in a Slack, and I'm like, that is so enormous. <laughs> it's like that Final oh Fantasy 13 God.
0: on Xbox 360 meme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really
2: is.
1: Dude, it's, you should see what some of the One Piece boxes look like. They sell ketchup boxes of One Piece that are oh my fucking God. The dra-
0: nuts. Have you I seen mean, the Dragon like, Ball look, Z there's collection? There's over a thousand man. of them. It's so fucking funny. <laughs>
1: The God. One Piece one is like five yeah, of those.
2: The Dragon
0: Ball Z ones are like five feet long. To put this in perspective,
2: yeah. You, you know what they really should do is like break it up into like different shelves and then do like a composite photo. So like if you line them all up, you should it's be like able to buy it with image. a
0: bookshelf. Just send me a bookshelf with all the books already
2: <laughs> inserted. Oh, ha. and it have, had have like the the Dragon Balls as like you know the post it sits on. You could do that. You know what? <laughs> That's a
0: good grift. Get in on that. People who write too much.
1: (laughs) Get in on that Etsy woodcrafters. Just make custom shelves for certain series.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That could get very
2: cursed very quickly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just imagine like a Junji Ito um, furniture. Just period. Yo!
0: Do you No.
1: Do you know how into the thought of Junji Ito furniture I am? (laughs) Probably a lot. Give me an Uzumaki sink. Oh,
2: gross. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs)
1: That's what white people bathroom sinks are like. I wish, man. I'm in an apartment. We don't have any kind of custom sink.
0: Okay, let me tell you, as someone who my wife has been like, I don't like our bathroom, and has been looking a lot of them on Pinterest. There are a lot of cursed sinks.
1: Oh, for sure. I so want.
0: That takes us into episode one, Herr Dr. Tenma. We open on the close of a surgery. The doctors are filing out and praising the head surgeon, one Dr. Tenma. With it being late in the day, everyone disperses to rest after the six-hour gauntlet. It's Tenma who turns down the hallway to discover that while he was helping an opera singer with an aneurysm, a Turkish construction worker has just died in another OR because it was, quote, lower priority. And then we go into the intro.
1: I, I very much love this intro track. It is a haunting orchestral piece with just some slight choral. I don't know if they're vocals or just chants over it.
2: It's, it's got some, like, uh, psychedelic guitar, too, is what yeah. I noticed. It's like the like fuzz guitar. All the music in this is yeah, excellent. Yeah, it is good.
1: I have seen it claimed in a bit of my research, I can't verify this, that it is registered as a cover of a Chilean folk song. It sounds a little like the one that is referenced, but it's under a different name by a Japanese artist, so if there's an actual tie there, I can't find it. Both are good. I'll link them in the show notes. Uh, The sequence itself rules because it both doesn't spoil anything aside from who the titular monster is, which we're going to find out as of episode four, and also just covers the whole series and the tension of Tenma being on the run in this tone piece. It's great.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So... Back to the episode, uh, we get the reveal that it is 1986 uh, in Dusseldorf, specifically. Yes. The next day is not as amazing for Tenma, because uh, the director of the hospital takes credit for the surgery during a press conference. And uh, as the doctor is leaving uh, the hospital, uh, the Turk's widow confronts him in the lobby, furious and uh, crying all at once and Banging on his chest and saying, "Like, please bring bring him back, bring, bring him, him back, back, bring him back." Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I have no idea how she found out that they switched doctors on on that, but you know, whatever. Like, she she it's knows probably that one of the way too friendly nurses. That's probably true. Yeah, they probably said,
0: "Oh yeah, doctor." Those motherfuckers love to tell everyone everything in the yes. show.
2: Yeah, there's not a lot of. Uh, um, I wouldn't say lack of confidentiality, but, like, like, they definitely are kind of loose-lipped.
0: Yeah, they are like a
2: Capcom employee level of (laughs) (laughs) loose-lipped. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Blizzard, too. mm -hmm. Yeah, you should run your hospital like Konami.
1: (laughs) You know what? I'd be okay with that.
0: (laughs) I mean... They do kinda run this hospital like Konami to be fair. Yeah, they well, put ten the on the
1: outs immediately. <laughs> oh yeah. He's too uh, good and he's making the boss mad. Yeah, no, you're right.
2: Uh so and then meanwhile, he goes to start Western <laughs> hospital. Uh, I wonder what's the hospital version of pachinko machines?
0: Fuck, what's that shitty doctor surgeon's name? But he's like, damn, I put in the code and it's uh, not Boyer? working.
1: Yeah, Boyer is the asshole. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> well, like Boyer,
2: that <sighs> Boyer is interesting. Boyer uh, is cartoonishly evil by the end of his life. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, wait is is he the? He's not the number two guy. Yeah, he is. He's the one with the camera. Oh, the guy with the camera. Okay, no, I thought Boyer. Boyer was I the. Of... I thought Boyer was the uh, like the the chunky other surgeon who is no, isn't... that's Becker.
0: Becker that's is Tenma's friend. Oh, like the the, oh. the director's man servant.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, uh, Boyer and um Who who's the other surgeon? Like the other surgeon who's like the incompetent one?
1: I is have it. Becker? Written.
2: I thought that Becker was. Becker is the one who gets or Boyer is oh, the one who gets promoted. Becker's the one up, that's friendly. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm mixing Boyer and Becker. Yep.
1: Yeah. Becker is the one who's Snide and his buddy, the blonde one. I love him.
2: Becker rules. Yeah, he's very funny. But I have also
1: realized in watching this, there is not a single non-asshole Becker in all of fiction.
2: (laughs) You're probably right.
0: He is kind of like one of those dudes that will definitely drag you down in your workplace, Uh though. Like, there is a kind of dude. Like I might be that dude. uh, You and I are both (laughs) thinking it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the thing about becker is that he is so like normally shitty like he's shitty in such a normal like recognizable way like he's not evil he's just shitty
0: (laughs) he's a guy that would have a tribal tattoo
2: yeah (laughs) uh he's just so cynical and yeah yeah even
1: when things turn around for his buddy years later he's still finding ways to criticize him
2: (laughs) yeah because he's jealous i know yeah becker Uh, is great that's mm-hmm. that's
1: kind of the level of the supporting cast of this show, is just all these people who feel so lived in, despite getting five lines.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you know that guy who loves to talk shit about management, and because of that, doesn't get ahead.
0: I'm Chris very and I both shutting up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris, Chris gets ahead, though. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I can't make my Werther's Original joke because I made it in the brief three-minute window between them eating it and then finding out they were poisoned, which is extremely funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was just doing a dunk on Werther's Originals.
1: (laughs) To be fair, you will know I am ready to die when I willingly eat a Werther's Original. They're so good. No. They're, both, they're, they're not that good. The soft
0: candies are bad. The hard candies are great.
1: My dude, Werther's Originals and Necco Wafers are the two I have given up on this earthly delights candies.
0: No, they're so good. They're like up there with like Junior Mints and Peppermint Patties. I realize that I sound like an old person. <laughs> like but no, I, I will, I will stand up for Junior Mints and Peppermint Patties. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> More do More like mint. Senior Mints, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Not to mention that as a young man growing up, you better believe I was into Peppermint Patty. Ayo. I'm sorry.
0: But, by okay, look. We weren't <laughs> all around in the 40s. We don't know what you mean.
1: Just because <laughs> at this point I look like Marcy. I don't know who that is. <laughs> wow, you really don't know Peanuts? I, I thought you were putting on an act.
0: Oh, wait, is Marcy that clearly lesbian lady?
1: Yes, Marcy is okay. basically Kid Velma.
2: Uh huh. Kid Velma and the Soft Bush.
0: My entire yeah. knowledge of Peanuts is the stupid movie that my kid keeps watching because she likes the song in it.
2: Which one? I don't know. The
0: one where they go to the party or the dance or whatever it is.
1: Dude, that's so many of them.
0: <laughs> well, no, there's like a more modern movie where it's kind of like CEG. Oh, okay. And...
1: This is the this is just the Peanuts movie. Got it. I, if you were talking about the classic ones, the Peanuts movie where they go to the dance is seven. <laughs>
0: sorry i have better things to do than watch children's tv
1: i don't says the man who's rereading monster and watching digimon movies chris
2: uh, chris we are watching g gundam that is for for children like that's why they keep putting children in it
1: teenagers
2: teenage children yes
1: (sighs) look at chris trying to argue that teens should
2: have. oh no (laughs) they're more than kids (laughs) <laughs> Actually, it said 14 and up. <laughs> Meanwhile, trying to pull us
1: out of this tailspin. Ironically, out at dinner with his fiance Ava, the director's daughter.
0: <laughs> Get to the Ava.
1: Yep. Uh, Tenma is horrified <laughs> he is. that her response to this whole story is, So what? We're not all equal out there. You saved the bigger fish.
0: Oh, You can feel your feel my soul leave my body.
2: It's... It's incredible, well,
0: like the actual yeah. the light in the anime is not all lives are created equal. And I was like, oh! oh,
2: yeah, fucking, yeah,
1: yeah, I think I'm gonna have a couple different translations than the dub it's will happen,
2: you know the the funny thing about this is this guy has known this woman long enough to become her fiance, and is is like shocked by this. that's weird to me, that is a little weird,
0: yeah, uh. Same with her father. Like, all all the characters feel very lived in, but the relationships don't, which is strange. Um, the other the other thing about this is also, my man, even you still don't do people on a first-come, first-served basis. That's what triage is.
1: You know, it's the 80s. We hadn't invented it yet. That's not true. I know. I'm fucking around.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Give me a little credit. I have some you medical training. You can cut training. out the part where I corrected you. That's fine. <laughs> I do not like people being corrected on a podcast being left in a podcast.
1: I'm half a doctor. That's a thing that everyone forgets. You're a fake doctor. Which half? I literally have training and have performed surgery. So like the oh I thought you were talking the about half. the
0: psychologist stuff and I'm like that's a fake doctor.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I have actual <laughs> I have actual med school under my belt and have performed surgeries. Damn. Yeah, everyone forgets just because I am a giant fuck-up of a man, but I have some skills. (laughs) Yes, it's
2: called (laughs) podcasting.
0: Despite my best efforts to pretend otherwise. (laughs) How dare they be fooled?
1: (laughs) Later on, we see her father is even more disgusting status seeker in a conversation where he drops her off at their place after dinner. And, you know, he's like, no, no, come inside, you're her fiancé, have some tea, You'll relax a little. And then he starts leaning on Tenma that he's going to need to lie about their treatment practices when this goes out into the public, and could he also prioritize ghostwriting the director's manuscript? It's more urgent than finishing some of your own research. And- oh, This yeah. is
0: exactly what interacting with a non-technical CEO at your programming job is like.
1: Fuck mm. yes, is it? <laughs> Oh, why don't
0: you do the
2: thing God. that makes more money instead?
0: Please, please help me write this business talk about how great our technology is.
2: <laughs> the, the thing you that know that how gets to me... use a computer. Please set up all
1: of our phones.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the thing that gets me, and I, I I I guess this is intentional, is that the director says our you know we're we're not um, I forget the exact line. We're not a but charity. A, we're not charity. We are researchers. So that's why I'm telling you to stop doing your research. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I, I, that's just a thing he tells yeah. himself clearly to, you know, make a smokescreen. Because, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Well, uh, also, what he
0: means is your research will not bring us, bring us additional money. It is purely advancement of science research. Please do the research that will get us a grant.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which he's already had pretty much secured from the mayor anyway. Or maybe because of the manuscript. Who knows? I don't even know what manuscript means in this context, really.
1: I I take it as he's just trying to finish up some paper that might not even have been his own but he wants Tenma to polish the thing up so he can get more credit. Cuz oh, again yeah.
2: yeah, he uh they they call it out I think probably next episode that the director probably also uh t- you know, took credit for somebody else's research which is how he ended up becoming a director in the first place like just using people all the way up.
1: My dude plays all the political games. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
1: So, time passes, and we pick up with a team of police outside a manor. Before they enter, we learn this is the residence provided to the Liebert family, East German refugees who crossed the wall. The men are already hesitant because they know whatever happens inside is going to be a political nightmare, and then they kick open the door and walk in on the bloodbath.
2: And, and this is where I expect Chris to go, hell yeah, for uh, betraying communism.
0: Look, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the deal there.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, I I know what the deal is, and I would be amazed if Chris hell yeah it.
2: <laughs> I don't know what the deal is at all. So <laughs> I forget what the deal is.
0: I also don't know anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm being very yeah. careful when I take these notes not to put anything ahead, because I'm treating it as both of you not knowing what's happening. I was
0: specifically talking about, I don't think that was generally the deal with East Germany either, Matt. <laughs> Fair.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were
0: socialists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, <brandy>. Sure. <laughs> so the Liebert parents are just corpses in the living room. The house is pitch black. And nobody knows if the killer or killers are still inside. They start sweeping the building, and in one room they discover two survivors. A girl, catatonic, standing above a boy who is missing a chunk of skull and in critical condition at her feet. And Tenma's pager starts beeping in the middle of the night.
0: And we cut to the hospital, where the girl is still in shock, but Tenma notices her whispering something. He leans in to hear the request, which is just, "'Kill.'" Moments before the operation on the brother can begin, an administrator comes into the OR and orders Tenma out. He's being shuffled off into OR1, where a station is being prepared for the mayor. A helicopter is rushing him in, and he suffered a blood clot in the brain. The director has called in and ordered this case be handled by Tenma personally because the mayor has promised us a gracious budget increase in the next year, and we can't have him die on us just yet. Uh,
1: <laughs> Direct yo. quote.
0: with moments to go and the mayor arriving on the helipad tenma decides no fuck that and walks back into or3 to operate on the child we cut to the girl again still muttering kill and cut to the credits
1: uh the ending theme is a little more wild in terms of visuals and downbeat in terms of music It is based on the visuals in a children's book Which will slowly progress over the course of the season The first half of the show has a calm folk track called For the Love of Life playing over it And this is where I'll splice some in, it's very nice And
2: slowly You come to realize It's
1: all as it should be
0: You can only do so much If you're game enough
1: You could place your trust in me
2: For the love of life There's a trade
0: on. We could lose it all, but we'll go
2: down fighting. It sounds very David Bowie to me.
0: I made it about five seconds in before I skipped it.
1: We aren't at the point. They start skipping ahead in the song, sort of like uh, this is a comparison that will work for you two how JoJo's in season one kept changing up and progressing the intro over the season. For what it's worth, if you are listening to the American dub of the song, you will not hear any vocals whatsoever. It's a strange choice that has to do with licensing and you will just have to
2: deal with that. So that takes us to episode two, downfall. So eventually the operation uh, concludes and Tenma removes the bullet from the boy's head, and uh, he is unconscious, but stable. There
0: is nowhere uh, to be um, seen.
2: I was
1: really debating how many jokes about that I should
0: make. <laughs> so that's what that snort was you knew it was coming.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Both of us were thinking at the instant we saw the episode 2 title, I'm sure, especially in a German hospital.
0: Matt, uh, Operation Downfall is the
2: name of the movie where that hit long Hitler video meme comes from. Yeah, I just got it before... <laughs> Like, I was like, what are you talking about Hitler about? I know they're. Oh, downfall. Yep, I got it. Yep. Oh, man. So unfortunately, the uh, other surgeons uh, passed by who were going to help out with the mayor inform him that the mayor died and that uh, Tenma is very clearly going to be made the scapegoat for this whole shit show going down because he basically bailed on the team. The funny thing, though, is like they also said, like, hey, by the way, use Tenma, but also the, have these guys as backup, and uh, the guys apparently not good enough to be backup.
1: Yeah, the the whole thing is, well, the, the prodigy should have done this, and unlike the case of the Turk, it's unclear if the mayor was going to survive this either way. He yeah. might have just gotten out of this with, well, he died, but we're not mad at you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they really kind of twist the scalpel if you will uh when he leaves to go to the mayor because like a dr knife, becker asshole they call it yeah, under the knife to... <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah like dr becker shows up to like work on the kid and he's like oh, i'm late i'm sorry you know he he just seems like not really giving much of a shit <laughs> which is his whole like, deal how why are you late
0: weren't you already here and he's like 10 <laughs> yeah, minutes late. I thought like, you were on call. Yeah, the off-site <laughs> people are here 10 minutes before the guy that was in the building.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, again, highlighting or underlining the fact that Becker is... He's a surgeon, but he's not a good person. I respect that attitude to your job, to be fair.
1: <laughs> no uh, comment!
0: Anyway, maybe, the next game. Okay, maybe not at a hospital, but in general. Salute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, As someone who works with medical supplies and now with a COVID lab. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Can you close the door and not do that?
2: I was wondering what That's what I keep telling the COVID lab. What that is is I Uh heard Cooking Mama say, too bad. So the next day, the boy hasn't come out of the coma yet. And uh, Dr. Becker is chatting with uh, Tenma about, you know, he's saying... uh, Look, man, I told you this was all politics. But you're young; you'll have a chance to come back from this. And uh, it's very obvious with the rest of the staff, or at least the the doctors, that uh, Tenma's clearly on the outs. Although there is a nurse who's still the nurses supports love him. It. The nurses love yeah. Tenma. It- yeah, I mean he's he's a principled guy. He's a good-looking mm-hmm. dude. He, Seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's fucking brilliant in surgery. How
0: naive about the world do you have to be when you know that you're in deep shit? Ain't come yet to think? Oh, I guess everything will be fine. Not oh, this will be worse than I thought.
2: I think Becker is just trying to soften the blow. Like I think he. I mean, Becker's the guy who goes to him and said, "Hey, yeah, you know, you're being used by the director. You know that, right?" <laughs> yeah, and Becker. So like Becker is yeah.
1: looking out for a young guy, and uh For what it's worth, Tenma is very young and very naive in this part of the story.
2: Yeah, and Becker even lets on that it happened to him. Like, the reason why he's stuck where he is is because he rubbed somebody the wrong way and the politics of it got him sort of stuck.
0: Imagine thinking you would be rewarded for doing a good job.
2: (laughs) What a world that would be. Yep.
0: I feel like you figure that out before you're
1: 20. You know, if you are the young wunderkind who shows up and, like, is fast-tracked to head of neurosurgery, you might think, oh, yeah, I got here because of my achievements.
2: So uh, a police detective shows up at the hospital, uh, and he wants to take a statement from the uh, Lieber girl, but uh, a panicked nurse tells him that uh, the girl has wandered out of her room again, uh, and apparently this is something she does. She just leaves and walks around in a daze oh
1: still muttering kill Mm -hmm. well actually she mutters
0: me this time which like lets you put it together from the last episode yeah uh there is this starts the trend of someone being told someone's not in the room and then the person being told running off to the room to double check like
2: come on dude (laughs) it does happen more than what like what are they hiding underneath the bed (laughs) he doesn't even look under the bed I don't think they can. I think it's all, like, wheels and They <laughs> Just,
0: like, dramatic Indian soap opera zoom shot on an empty pillow is so funny to me.
2: <laughs> I mean, what do you do
1: to spice up constant ways of somebody's missing?
2: Aww! <laughs> you know, it's also funny that uh, when you see the girl walking through the hospital, it's in, like, the darkest, most spooky part of a hospital. <laughs>
1: Name me one part of a hospital that's not dark and spooky, other
2: than an OR. I mean, the thing about hospitals, it tends to be like just a lot of fluorescent lighting and spooky.
0: It's the part of the hospital where the Aeromark employees are forced to go.
2: Ha! So we cut to a
1: celebration of the hospital staff. The director is cheering on the team, and after the speech, Tenma goes up to apologize. Everything seems like water on the bridge until they suddenly call for. The head of neurosurgery and Tenma's like, Ugh. oh, they're calling me. Brutal. And Doc, and the director just goes, no, they're not. <laughs> Doctor Boyer, the new head of neurosurgery. Everyone fucking and owned. Oh, this is ridiculous. The director is brutal here. He tells him outright that he will stonewall Tenma and everything he can as vengeance. You will never progress at this hospital, and if you seek to transfer. You will not get a single word of recommendation from me. You've tied the noose around your own neck, Tenma.
0: The anime adds a little more where he says, Your dreams of being the kind of doctor you want to be are over for the rest of your life now.
1: And for what it's It's, worth, no, they're really just only over until this director's life ends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah, we, you know, I don't think anyone expected that quite so soon. And the, but
0: the comical dunking continues because Tedma, very upset about this, goes outside and a car pulls up and Ava is let out of the back. He pleads with her to intervene with her father, and she all she says is, "You're a fool, Kenzo." And she holds out her engagement ring and drops it at his feet. And there's like three to five seconds of slow mo as it sparkles and
2: falls to the ground. It is over the top oh and i mean also over the top the design of that ring is so much that's what happens when
0: you don't buy a cessna to kill yourself with and you're a surgeon <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah uh and like they make it a a point to show that uh i think it that's his replacement right uh yeah. boyer is talking yeah. to her when yeah like yeah. she's already hitting on his replacement oh so gross yeah. i ain't
1: saying
0: she a gold digger what a disgusting oh, yes. person!
1: Yeah. Like, Vile.
0: look, uh, I am uncomfortable with saying that's a disgusting person without further qualification. But I feel like it does not need to be said that it is fine for ladies to decide not to be engaged and be with someone else. But the show clearly frames it as just like dick riding the money. It is real gross.
2: Oh yeah, like they don't show her. They they show only um, her being cruel except for the one part where like she shows up at his apartment and and, you know they seem like they're into each other at
0: the dinner with him right like she doesn't care Mm -hmm. about anything he has to say or thinks about like the turkish construction worker she literally only cares about how successful have you been today
2: yeah it's very clear that there's no emotional intimacy
1: i will state ava is not out of the series yet and maybe some things happened to her in those nine years Good. Yeah, Yep. that's it. At the hospital, you know, Tenma just goes to look in on the Libra boy. He's still unconscious, but Tenma is clearly very shaken by the last two hours of his life. And he just kind of vents around this comatose kid about the director, the hospital, Ava, everything on his mind. But as he gets up, he tells the child, live a good life. I gave up everything to save you, and I'd do it again in a heartbeat and the lights go out as Tenma leaves, and the boy's eyes open, uh, as someone is telling me in the notes, with a huge (laughs) music sting.
2: Yeah, like a a horror-like string quartet just goes, because you know, like, immediately, oh, that's that's the one. Tenma is being worked to the bone, going from surgery to surgery without rest. Uh, They're just throwing him into the meat grinder, you know, like he's a a new surgeon. And uh, meanwhile, the detective is still trying to get Anything out of the girl and a Lieber that he can, because uh, the case has been stonewalled. And it turns out that the uh, Lieber father was not just any East German, but he was an East German diplomat. Which he
1: knew that. The anime in the
2: this is the first Did time the diplomat thing
1: comes. Up. No, yeah, it happens, happens in the first in the time. Anime.
0: Say... No, in the anime they say so. It's um. When, okay, when, when Tenma and Ava are there watching TV, that's what the TV is saying.
2: Okay, they meant okay, so but yeah, this, this guy, this was a high profile thing. Yeah, it was in the news, uh, and uh, he, he's worried that he's going to end up losing the case to basically the the feds. Yeah, the BKA. Yeah, get
1: used to that abbreviation because they will play in heavily.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's trying to you know rush the case, and and Tedma's like, you can't put you know, you don't talk to her. She's not ready yet. She's clearly not ready to talk to anybody. Like, this is a recurring thing with him, is that he's constantly telling people, no, don't talk to the patient. They're not ready yet.
1: Yeah. Let's not go with the traumatized children two mm-hmm. days after they watched their parents murdered. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And like, yeah, one of the things the, the uh, detective suggests is, well, why don't we get the kids in the same room and talk to each other? Maybe that'll trigger something. And it's like, <laughs> <absolutely> sure will. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yep. technically correct <laughs> uh we then cut to the um hospital uh is this uh is this his office
1: no, this is johan's room oh right, also Johann. the boy's name is johan. they just kind of mention it in passing I
0: don't think he matters oh, this is does the candy he? scene okay what's that I don't think he matters. I don't remember him mattering. I also don't remember much the, of anything the boy yeah, does he matter <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's the titular monster! Well, you have to cut that out, and now I'm spoiled. You could
2: have just said he does. The episode this... four, dude, it literally comes up next episode. Okay. And like the it kinda was leading towards it with the with the sting there that oh, he's clearly evil. That's the one thing I said that the title spoils is that
1: it's clearly the kid.
0: Is it? I didn't watch it. I, I was not paying that much attention, to be honest, other than I skipped it after the first time.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Also you're talking about he's on on the promotion. It's very clear that Johan is the monster.
0: Okay. Also, you gotta remember you're talking to someone that does not understand the plot ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping that just because I have no idea how you were that blind to this.
0: Especially pointing out the music sting. Well, I was Uh I was very distracted by a text message while you were saying
2: that. (laughs) And Chris usually says that like I'm the one who's media illiterate. (laughs) It's true. Well, you are
0: usually media illiterate.
2: I am oh, thematically God. illiterate. God. You dick.
1: Anyhow, we, we cut to Johan's hospital room, and the director and his two toadies are entering. Uh, the latter are griping about, these kids' parents are dead, and that means they're just charity cases losing us money. But the director's like, no, no. This is great. It's publicity. We look golden. Look at all the gifts people are sending these kids who've lost their parents, and we're taking them in, and we're making sure they get the top-notch care. And then he opens up one of the bags of candy among the presents people have been sending in. He's like, you know, you want some of this? This is what the people are sending us for our hard work and
2: recognition. (laughs) It's such a perfect encapsulation of this character and those two dudes, because they immediately go... Oh, yes, sir. And they grab, like, okay. in a nervous fashion.
0: But the bag is clearly where there's originals, but they also eat yes. the paper. Do they eat the paper? They eat the paper. The doctors later on in the autopsy and says they ate the paper. Oh like, No, they found the paper next oh, to them. Okay, yeah, the paper was in their pockets okay. and stuff. I'm like, you yeah, get yeah. what you deserve if you ate the they- paper, you freak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Note to self in editing: They ate the paper is the title of this episode now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like this raises so many questions you for have me to later. Need the something but, better, by uh, the way,
0: like Monster E One colon that way is it, just oh, yeah. better SEO stuff on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll uh. I'll start
1: adjusting. I can go retitle others. Mm. Uh, there's
0: a bulk retitling tool. It should be fine. I know.
1: That's why I'm going to do that.
0: I used to not be. And we had to manually retitle and re-edit the description of like 400 episodes. I of also fucking know.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Ask me about uh, trying to
1: standardize one of my dead podcasts before it was out the door.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing how like even without what happens later because of this happening. It's such a well, yeah, it's such a good scene.
0: And like. Why would you send somebody the software there's original? It's not the good one.
2: Well, probably because one of them is easier to lace with medication that they shouldn't be having. All right. Fair. Because <laughs> that, that that was the thing I was thinking about of, like, somebody had to have, like, uh, should we just spoil it, no. I guess? Yeah. Like, they're good. We've already said they die. Oh, they, they die. Yeah. Well no, actually yeah. we didn't say that. We said that they got we talked about the worth originals. But um
1: No, we we mentioned earlier on that they die and Tenma's career turns around.
2: Oh. they do we we did a yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like in order for this whole thing to work, somebody needs to like take a whole like make a bunch of candy or take a bunch of candy, poison it, wrap them all up individually because they're all individually wrapped in the bag, and then reseal the bag. Although, I have to say, it is a brilliant touch that they did do the Worthy's Originals, because that's something that kids don't like, but, like, old people love.
0: Matt? Yeah.
2: It's like, I could
0: never be, I could never be the guy that killed people with the Tylenol bottles. It seems so
2: hard. (laughs) I mean, like, look, I mean, the way that that plays out makes me think that it was a government. I gotta lick all these envelopes?
1: (laughs) To be fair, there was a cautionary Seinfeld episode about just that.
2: Yes, there was. Very unfortunate.
1: Anyhow, uh so they're they're munching on this candy, and the director goes, Yeah, we should we should really capitalize on this. That uh that idea. Let's get a photo op of the two kids. Great press. Oh, uh Tenma's against it as their doctor? Tenma is no longer the boy's doctor. Problem
2: solved. Yeah, it's just, a like, taking away the one last thing he was still holding on to.
1: And Tenma is not even told about this. No. He, he finds out because he's treating another patient, and then there's a scream down the hall. Anna Liebert has fainted at the sight of her brother, and when Tenma starts trying to raise a fit about how this happened, he learns from a camera-toting Dr. Boyer that you're not in charge of the care, but good news, kid's awake. You can fuck off, Tenma. So he he looks around Boyer and he sees uh, Johan is up. He's like reaching out tearfully towards his sister because that was how he reacted when he got up. And we don't see what happened on the other end, but Anna screamed and is comatose again. In retrospect, I probably should have been able to infer that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's they get to it pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Tenma proceeds to just get sloppy drunk and slam through the streets, screaming about his bastard bosses and co-workers. But across the city, the director and his two flunkies are discovered dead in their homes and the hospital. End credits.
0: Mm -hmm. And that takes us into episode three, A Murder. Tenma is woken up by the police. It turns out he's a prime suspect in three murders. He rushes to the hospital (laughs) after an initial interview, and everything is in chaos. People are being kept outside because the building is now a crime scene. Two surgeries are backed up by their being down the head of a department, and the Liebert twins have vanished again. Um...
1: But this time, just not in the building.
0: There's this bit where he gets stopped by a policeman in the hallway. It says, dude, you know that would have had a grudge?" And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh, gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> For what it's worth, the show is very clear that everyone finds this suspicious.
2: <laughs> you fucking should. Uh, yes. But- oh, I mean, yeah, because they got poisoned with a with a muscle relaxant. Yeah. Yeah. The director. Yeah. So we
0: cut to the director's funeral, and it's an absolute shit show Ava's having a full meltdown uh her new guy Boyer tries to touch her she just basically just slaps him uh Dr. Becker no Boyer's Boyer's well, dead what's the other guy that's just a rando dude no that's, yeah, that's, the, that's else. the new head of surgery the clowny guy isn't it
2: you know what I think Boyer Boyer is, is one different. of the three dead oh yeah huh Well, it's glasses guy. There was there was a glasses doctor who was the one she was talking to at the party. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was Um, Boyer. I think it was just finding another doctor. It was probably just another doctor. Yeah, but uh, it like notable that uh, Tenma is like first tries to step up to um, to console her. And then this dude steps in instead and then gets slapped away.
0: Uh, Dr. Beckle, Dr. 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 (laughs) Beckle. (laughs) Dr. Schmeckle (laughs) Dr. Beckel is brutal in his assessment to Tenma he says well it's gotta hit Ava the hardest of all she's been the director's daughter with a silver spoon her whole life and now she's just an ordinary woman must be quite a shock to her fucking (laughs) owed
2: I mean also she's probably very wealthy anyway (laughs) call the fucking fire truck
0: uh yeah, uh, on their way out of the graveyard, Inspector Weisbach of the local PD and Inspector Heinrich Lunge of the Beunege. Look, I pronounce Lungay. it. Look,
2: Lung I'm B- not Weisbach. gonna do that.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> the only way I'll remember it is because I find it funny. Uh, yeah,
1: remember it because it ends in gay.
0: Mm. Wow, nuclear mm. take right after I said it's funny. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Guess what? As the queerest of the three of us, I can pull that card. (laughs) Matt can Uh, make the Holocaust jokes, I can't. I can make all the queer jokes. Look, it doesn't stop Chris um, from making the Holocaust jokes.
0: (laughs) Look, sometimes you haven't thought about the Holocaust outside of the context of memes in a decade. You make a bad joke, someone tells you it was a bad joke, and you go and remember, oh, the Holocaust was bad, and you respectfully delete it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) reasonable forget i'm not going to pretend i haven't
0: removed one or two of my own i'm not gonna also pretend that that schittler's list as santa claus is coming to town joke isn't funny so anyway inspector lunge of the bka is there and he introduces himself um three men died of the candy from eating the candy which was laced with the muscle relaxant as a result, hospital staff, especially hospital staff, who just got demoted and into recorded incidents, which
2: each of the men are on their radar. Um, and, and also, like, you know, losing his uh, fiance too, in the process.
0: My favorite thing, by the way, is while he's saying this, uh, Lunge does this, like, typing thing with his hand, but he it's does so it every time would talks. And before someone asks, what's that about? And he explains it. Everyone just looks very
2: annoyed. It's very funny. I I thought they were very unnerved by it because it's like it's animated in such a creepy fashion.
1: It comes across the same way in the actual panels. It's really
2: like is he is he
1: twitching? What is that? What the mm-hmm. hell?
2: And it doesn't help that uh, Lungay looks like a thin man. He's got big Voldo energy.
1: Yeah, Voldo is a good descriptor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He if you put. A different suit on him, you would definitely see it. But he like, just
2: looks stretched. It, like, I expect him to get shot at XCOM and explode into poison gas. He,
0: he does have thin man vibes, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, you should look up a picture of Voldo from Soul Calibur really quick.
2: Oh, I, I've seen Voldo. I know what a Voldo is. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I know um, what Voldo? a Voldo is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Voldo minus all of the BDSM. Whatever. Professional Voldo. You don't wear the suit the whole time,
0: okay? Voldo has Some people do. Voldo has probably athleisure shorts he wears sometimes. Yeah, like over the straps. (laughs) Uh... I'm distracted. Man, I distracted myself. Oh, okay. Ten was allowed to leave given that his making a giant scene the night before did mean eyewitnesses placed him at the bar. But Weisbach comments on a tick lunge has. He types conversations with one hand so he could remember them later. The motherfucker only uses one hand on the keyboard. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> Lunge finds Tenma fascinating nonetheless. Oh, you know what it is? Is My man does a T9 entry only with the numpad for all of his typing.
1: Ugh. <laughs> Yikes. I hate that. <laughs> well, he
0: only uses one hand. That's what it's got to be. And it's his but he's r- not using the thumb. He's using his right hand also. You don't use your thumb for a 10 key. Ugh. The, a first. home homeroom of Ted Key is like your middle finger's on the five. You'll only use three fingers for that.
1: Look, man, I have played 2DX for years, and my thumbs get involved in everything I do as a result. Selectively I'm just going to leave my that thumbs one get
0: involved in everything I do.
1: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, a little bit of time passes, and word is getting around that. Tenma is debating just being done with all this, returning to Japan, leaving the hospital behind. Various patients and staff plead with him to stay, and finally, he is summoned to a meeting of the chairman and the hospital board to discuss the vacancies, because three of the major administrative staff have just died in the night. The chairman simply says, I'm a performance-oriented man. This is why you're my new head of surgery.
2: Instant promotion. Yeah. And Tenma
1: leaves the meeting relieved, and he just starts, like, cracking up and crying in the hall. Oh, God, what a life. I lose everything. I decide I'm going to be a normal doctor again. I give up on promotions, and I've got it all. God,
2: what a life. He's just weeping. You know, and, like, just the night or, like, a couple nights before, like, Tenma's saying, oh, these guys, you know, they should be dead. Like, they shouldn't, they don't deserve to keep living. And then he gets exactly that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, The last
1: scene we see in the 80s is Ava meeting Tenma for coffee. She's trying to reconnect. Like, she's being probably the most vulnerable and human you've seen yet. She's like, at at my father's funeral, I I saw you step forward. Mm -mm. You were trying to comfort me. In the
0: anime, it comes off as unbelievably fake.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: in the
2: anime, okay. for sure.
1: In the manga, there's it's just the words on the page. Yeah. I read it as she's definitely making an attempt. No. Like, that's the awkwardness.
0: She does, like, the lean-in and then, like, the overhand halfway through the sentence before she even says, can we try to reconnect? So, like, they like she really, like, physically, like, plays the hand before she even says it.
2: Okay. I mean, it, it also... I. <laughs> I, I forget exactly. I'm pretty sure she brings up his promotion first. Yeah, in the she conversation. does. Yeah, like that. That's the thing that really underlined it for me is just like, oh, so I hear you are had a surgery now. Let's get back together. He's <laughs> <laughs> still
0: got that ring.
1: <laughs> Either way, Kenzo Tenma is not interested in starting over because he just wordlessly withdraws his hand and walks out of the shop. And he leaves, never looking back, despite her loud pleas in the middle of the street.
2: Fucking ice cold. Yeah. Well deserved too.
1: Yeah, I won't say it's not, but it is probably the most brutal thing he does in this opening trilogy of episodes. Get a, oh, for
0: we get sure. An eye catch, and then we come back and it just says nine years later.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yep. i was not expecting that (laughs) yeah it's master to read yep so nine years later it is uh 1995 and uh kenzo tenma is still the uh chief of surgery and is now trying to train the next generation of surgeons beneath him and he's still performing surgeries himself like he's still even though he's like high up he's still going in there and still doing the thing and uh there's a scene where you see a a bunch of um I guess, what I'm forgetting the exact residence. Residence, that's the term.
1: Hangers, uh, like
2: watching him and be like, "Oh my god, he's brilliant!" What, You know,
1: yeah. They do comment on he's not doing all the surgeries. He basically only steps in on major cases now. Yeah, but he's still a practice. My
0: guy's role. like, "Oh my god, he yeah, didn't kill his brain the whole way back." <laughs> Fuck,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Inspector uh, Lunge is called in on another case uh, somewhere else in Germany. And uh, a flood has um, washed out uh, two bodies that were uh, hiding in a closet. And uh, apparently this was an elderly (laughs) couple who had... Sorry, you said
0: they're hiding in a closet (laughs) (laughs) as though it's just like a bunch of corpses playing hide and seek.
2: (laughs) 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 Hiding versus hidden was very funny. Carry on hit it okay fair <laughs> enough yes somebody somebody hid two corpses in a closet <laughs> yeah,
0: so r kelly comes out of the closet
2: and wow way to make me sound like the bad guy uh, for laughing <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so the, this is a, an elderly couple that didn't have kids their throats were slit and uh the pd thinks it's a this is a, a robbery because there were some items that were Missing from the house, uh, and um, you know, could have been a, a robbery that just went a little wrong, and just nobody found out. But Lungay is convinced that there's something else going on, uh, and he thinks that the the robbery part of it is a cover up because there are. This is, this was one of several cases that have similar M.O.s, which is, um, you know, murder of an older couple without kids. Uh, there was no notice from any of the neighbors there was no noise or anything no sign of forced reported entry uh, no sign yeah. of forced entry so he he believes that there's a crew uh, and he specifically pulls out a photo of a guy named adolf junkers who is a uh, who's a lockpick specialist and he's like we think this guy is if we capture this guy we might be able to find out the actual killer
1: we got back to the hospital where, you know, Becker is still alive after the time skip. Still Tenma's best friend. And there's a fun little scene because he's no longer giving Tenma crap about being depressed. Now it's, what the heck? You left a date to come back to the hospital and perform surgery? You're going to die alone, you idiot. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: Tenma, you know. The compassionate doctor to the end walks over to where a nurse is trying to help a kid fly a kite, and he gets it going. He gets this whole sea movie, and we cut back to Becker, who never left the sea. He's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, if I were that smooth, I'd have at least five lovers, maybe <laughs> He's Just the perfect <laughs> comedic beat in the middle of this. Uh-huh, very see. funny. I love him.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because yes. like the whole time he's just thinking, like, man, he could bang that nurse right now. Like she's yeah. in love with him. Uh, but
1: the wrap of the episode is Adolf Junker's being pursued through the streets at night. His flight takes him directly into the path of the car, and he comes out worse off for the experience. Damn, I can't believe his life wasn't improved by being hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. Lunge is at the hospital immediately, and they call in the best surgeon in the area to try and save the guy who's bleeding in the brain kenzo tenma tenma barely remembers Lunge, but the inspector remembers him because he's he pretty much accuses tenma of, yeah you know you're the most likely person to have committed the crimes in the one case i haven't solved and i always get my man and Tenma's just like fuck off i'm here for a surgery my man
0: all but quotes cicero at him
1: yeah <laughs> the next day Tenma checks in on his patient, who is being locked up because he's, you know, a wanted fugitive. But he's he's in recovery. All Yunkers can say, still half-paralyzed and not entirely there yet, is repeating a phrase, the monster is coming. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's it. How are y'all liking this so far? Kicks ass. Love it. Like, I was watching this last night, like, pretty late in the day, and like, The tension of especially the first two episodes was so much that I was like, I might have to like take a break and watch it in the morning because they just really twist about how fucking evil the director is and the the people supporting him. And like it really, really hones in on Tenma's um, just how much struggle he's going through dealing with the situation, which is like they, they do it really well. So like so so far really good. Uh, I'm curious to see where it, where it goes from here. We were it's... talking
0: before you logged on, and, and I and I said, "Quote: Who knew all we had to do to watch a great anime was not let Fletcher pick it."
2: Not <laughs> wrong.
1: This is why I don't get to pick for a couple <laughs> seasons. Oh,
2: look, this isn't the seven out of ten podcast. <laughs> That's the other podcast we do. Is the seven I out of fucking 10 owned? Holy shit. <laughs> this is supposed to be the nine out of ten
1: well we're bringing it back up with this one <laughs> on the average Let's
0: uh, and some trash next time and we'll all be sad
1: well it's gonna Here's be my pick so i guarantee any trash Matt picks will be a degree above any obscure pull i would make and at the very worst i will just be a little bland with it
2: should we do standalone complex the problem is, well, I don't know. We is just there do to say about standalone Complex? I don't know. We could it's do a good second show. gig. Yeah, we could do second gig. Mm-hmm.
0: Second I'd... gig is both more interesting and less discussed,
2: and also more flawed.
1: But it doesn't give me Jungle Cruise.
2: I, I don't want to watch Jungle Cruise again. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> it's I a it's a great episode, but oof. Either way, we have a long while before we get to our
1: next season. this one oh, yeah. is involved. this will be
0: like forever
1: yeah, this is seventy four episodes, and it's that long and you, <laughs>
0: yeah. you can't stop I'm sorry, Matt you can't stop in the middle either <laughs> fuck
1: yeah um we'll we'll probably be doing variable length on episodes this season, some will be three we have a hard five limit. Mm -hmm. Uh, next week we will be well two weeks we will be back with episodes four through six and ask the question who is nina fortner but yeah pay attention to these ending blurbs because i will be watching and reading ahead to find out where we stop next
0: peace out fuckers see ya